Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar, and I'm the Tech Talker. This week, I'm going to dive into the world of internet domains. Within the past year, there's been a huge shakeup in top-level internet domains, also known as GTLDs. The G is for generic, or NTLDs, the N is for new. They both mean the same thing. You're probably familiar with most top-level domain names, such as .com, .org, and .net. If you'd like a primer on domain registration, check out my episode called The 411 on Web Domains. I've also posted a link to it in the show notes of today's episode. But first, this episode of Tech Talker is brought to you by the audiobook edition of Rogue Code by Mark Rushanovich. In this intense thriller, cybersecurity expert Jeff Aiken discovers that the New York Stock Exchange has been hacked and someone on the inside knows. More on the Rogue Code audiobook and why you should listen in just a moment. ICANN, or the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers, is the new organization responsible for the new release of top-level domains. In 2012, ICANN opened up an application period where individuals or companies could apply to have specific top-level domains. If you're concerned that you missed out on this application period, don't be. The application alone was $185,000. Not to mention all the fees associated make it next to impossible for an average consumer to create their own top-level domain. As you would expect, many companies with bigger pockets than you or me put their names into the application process. For example, Google put in over 100 applications for GTLDs such as .app, .book, .blog, and .cloud, just to name a few. There were thousands of applications, all of which can be seen on the ICANN website. And after a lengthy decision-making process, new GTLDs have been slowly trickling out into the general population. So now here's the fun part. Domain registration websites such as oneandone.com, name.com, and godaddy.com have opened up registration to many of these top-level domains and will slowly begin to release more and more to the public. For most of us, this means a much wider selection of domains that are available for our websites. For example, say you owned a coffee shop called Joe's Coffee. You might want your business website to be joescoffee.com. However, that domain is probably taken, so you'd be out of luck. But it just so happens that there is now a .coffee top-level domain. This means that you can now register the domain joes.coffee for your website. Notice that there is no .com or .org in the website. The .coffee acts as the replacement for more commonly known top-level domains. There are hundreds of new top-level domains to pick from that could really be advantageous to your career or business. Let's look at another example. Say you're an accountant, engineer, or plumber. There are top-level domains for all of these professions. I could register escobar.engineer for a personal website, and if I owned a catering company, I could register escobar.catering for my business site. If you're interested to see a full list of domains that are available now, check out the link that I've posted in the show notes. This list will show you what's going to come out as well as what is already out so that you can plan accordingly. The domain registry site, oneandone.com, has a great watch feature that will inform you of when the top-level domain of your choice is getting close to being released. So you can be the first to jump on the domain you want. Now that you've looked at the huge list of top-level domains available, you might have a few ideas on ones that you'd like to buy for your site. Your next step would be to do a few simple Google searches to find out when your domain is going to be available. Each top-level domain goes through multiple phases of release. The first phase is known as the trademark holder phase. 
During this phase, only registered trademark holders can register particular domains. For example, Starbucks.coffee or quickanddirty.tips could register during the first phase because they have a specific trademark that goes along with the domain. This phase is also sometimes known as the sunrise phase. The next phase is known as land rush. This phase is where the public can buy the domain of their choice. This phase varies from top-level domain to top-level domain, but basically at this point the domain goes for a premium price. If there's no contest for the domain you're after, it would cost about $400 to register the domain of your choice during this phase. However, registrars can also auction off sought-after domains to the highest bidder. If there's a domain out there that you're really interested in getting during this phase, I highly recommend doing your homework, setting calendar reminders, and calculating how much you're willing to spend to get the awesome domain that you're craving. This podcast is brought to you by the audiobook edition of The Road Code by Mark Rusinovich. When Jeff Aiken is called in to investigate about a possible breach in the New York Stock Exchange, he finds that the system has been hacked, and it seems that traders may have allowed it to happen. Instead of praising him for his discovery, the New York Stock Exchange turns to Aiken, accusing him of grand larceny. Now Jeff must find and expose the criminals behind the theft to protect the U.S. economy and prove his own innocence. The search takes Aiken to the back alleys of Rio de Janeiro, where he takes on one of the world's most ruthless cartels. Okay, now I really appreciate the way Mark has believable technology in his stories. Narrator Jeff Gurner brings the quick-paced action to life, and it's hard to press pause on the Road Code audiobook. Listen to an excerpt now. Go to macmillanaudio.com slash audio to hear a sample. Just go listen to the sample. It's awesome, and I promise you'll be hooked after that. The last phase is known as general availability, and this is when the domain is open to the public for registration. Web domain registry sites offer pre-ordering for specific domains. Essentially, you pay a flat fee up front, and they'll try and register your domain as soon as it goes public. If they can't register it, they'll refund you the money. This seems to me like a great way to go if you're worried about a particular domain being snatched up right at the start. However, this will only work during the general availability stage. Okay, now let's talk about the speculation. There's a lot of speculation going around about these new top-level domains. Specifically, many people believe that the new top-level domains are just a fad and that no one will take real notice of websites that fail to use the standard .com, .org, or .net format. There's also a lot of worry that brand pirates will try and register domains specifically with the goal of then selling them to companies for a higher price. Personally, I agree that these top-level domains will take a while to become widely accepted by the general public. But once they take a foothold in the marketplace, they may be just as well-known and accepted as .com. If you're looking for a quick return on your investment, I wouldn't pour a ton of money into the new top-level domains. But I definitely think that the release of new top-level domains could lead to some interesting combinations down the line for those clever enough to think of them. So with that, here are your three quick and dirty tips for the new top-level internet domains hitting the market. 1. NTLDs, new, or GTLDs, generic, stand for the new top-level domains hitting the internet that can be used just like .com or .net. 2. Domains are first open to registration for trademark holders, then they are available for a premium price during the land rush phase, and then they are made available to the general public. 3. If you're looking for a specific domain, Check out the full list of options that I've posted as a link to the show notes of this episode. 
Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my early episodes at quickanddirtytips.com slash techtalker. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep me technology simple.